The Southern Middle Tennessee Prep Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the law office of David A. Bates, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Patio West, Coastal and Comfort Eats, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net. Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yao. Welcome in on this Tuesday morning to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. I'm Chris Yao. I've got Mo Patton here and Coach Mike, the lustrous potentate. We come to you live from the Lee Company studio here on West 7th Street in Columbia. Welcome in to our friends down at WZYX, The Eagle, in Franklin County. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us this morning. For those of you who have stuck with us through this uh, partnership at WZYX, not that I'm trying to jinx anything, knocking on wood, but we think... We have solidified our internet connection to keep us from dropping off. So. You know, some things are just better left unsaid. I'm just saying. <laughs> we appreciate, my thought is we appreciate you guys for hanging in with us and we are a work in progress and it's only going to get better. It's only going to get better. Just know that. <laughs> we've, we've almost become decent radio hosts. This <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're working on it still, but we've all, we're almost there. We are, we are we are definitely on the high end of mediocre. <laughs> exactly. We're, yeah. we're on, the we're, climb, the, what, what I've been told, the climb up is a lot further than the fall down. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot slower. There's that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. How you guys doing? What's up? Did you have a good night last night? Man, it's crazy. My alarm went off this morning, and I'm like, no, I'm why, why is my alarm going off on Saturday? Uh, Saturday. That's that well, was that's my put, first that's, thought. When that's I, pushing the calendar a little hard, now. <laughs> or, or pulling it way back. I don't know, but that's no, but then I thought, well, no, dude, it's not Saturday. It's Tuesday. Yeah. So that's what I woke up to this morning. I mean, I'm not trying to wish my life away or anything, but I am excited about the state tournament coming up <laughs> i mean i don't know that i'm that excited though <laughs> that i would want to get rid Skip of a full week ahead region yeah. yeah region finals and sectionals so <laughs> there's that otherwise well it you know i didn't stay in that thought process long enough to figure out who was where and that kind of thing i, I don't know where that came from I, hey maybe it's because i fell asleep on the couch till like one in the morning See I, that. See that kind of happens to me on occasion. Last night, apparently, uh, Charlie went to bed a little earlier than she normally does. So, 
Sarah was like, she's going to wake up in the middle of the night, just so you know. (laughs) (laughs) She did. I didn't know it. I didn't realize it until about 3.30 when Sarah got back into bed, and I was like, oh, I guess Charlie woke up. I had no (laughs) idea. So, anyway, it was was a good night, good night. Uh, I'll tell you, (laughs) the trip from Linville to Bellevue is not (laughs) an easy one. It's right there with Mount Pleasant, Cedar Hill. Huh? <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, it was it was a unique because I'm sitting there going, okay, how do I get back without like having to really finagle this? So I had to. I, I went to the interstate. Mm-hmm. I mean, I went exit 14. That's a long way. Exit 14. No, it wasn't 14. You weren't that far down. No, that would be Fayetteville. Not no, it would have been Fayetteville. like. Two exits down from Bear Creek. It was a it was a long way. Yeah, a lot longer than I expected. Mm-hmm. Well, I tell you, it takes longer to go across, go through downtown Linville and over to the interstate than it does to come back up thirty one into Columbia. I think. I think it's kind of out of the way to go that way. Well, but GPS and ways. Well, said, and that's your first mistake. Yeah, I just. I, I was like, I don't, I don't really know the fastest way, so let's see what they say. And it was a, it was a full fifteen minutes faster, but it was also, um, eleven miles longer. <laughs> Go figure. Fifteen minutes faster and eleven miles longer. I know, right? <laughs> I was like, okay, sure, hmm. if you say so. The only other op, the the, the other option was Natchez Trace. That would not have been quicker. Which, no. Yeah, especially after you hit a deer on it. <laughs> and you got to wait for the tow truck. Or get or get pulled over for doing 51 and a 50. I was going to say, or the the, the, the 70 mile speed trap. <laughs> 75 mile long speed trap. I'll put it that way. Yeah, 75 miles long here. Then you, once you get in Alabama, Mississippi, it don't get any better. Yeah, well. <laughs> Does it go? Th- I've never it been on. Barely the, goes through. I've never been on the trace it, for that a, very reason. I think isn't speed limit fifty? Fifty the whole way, and no tolerance. No, no. Absolutely no tolerance. No, if they catch you above it at all. No, uh, that ain't for me. No bueno. <laughs> Not no, at all. No, thank you. No, thank you. Anyway, it was a fun night though. You know, Richland had a couple ball games, and you were. At a ball game yourself. And it was. We have four stories on the website. Would have had five, but I didn't see that. We got an email last night with Richland Boy's book. I, I didn't even see it until this morning. Um, I did talk to Troy Hughes, so we'll t- I'll tell you what he said uh, a little bit later. Mm-hmm. But uh, four stories on sm-tnsports.com. Uh, Richland softball, Lawrence County baseball, where you were at Summertown. Summertown softball. I was like, where did you go? And I went to baseball. <laughs> well, I went to 31 South and also had brisket. Mm-hmm. Their brisket is different, but good. Mm-hmm. It was well, shredded. Well, I mean, it's not Schaefer's, but what is? Right. It was shredded. It wasn't chopped or mm-hmm. sliced, which is different. Different, but it, it tasted great. So I, I want you to repeat the comment. That you texted me. There was a lady (laughs) sitting behind me. How did this come up? 
so apparently they these people are regulars at this at thirty one south thirty one south. Okay. So um, so these people were sitting behind you at thirty one south yes. or at the ball. Okay, at, okay, at thirty one south. All right, gotcha. and she said that she had a they had a taste for brisket tonight, and that's where they wanted to go. And I don't even know how Schaefer's got brought up because I wasn't really paying attention until I heard until. her say that, until I heard her say that Schaefer's really isn't that good. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I, I, okay, hey, <laughs> whatever you say. Hey, you do you, and you know, maybe they were just trying to be nice. I I, I don't know, but. The brisket was it was great. Thirty one South, fantastic mm-hmm. place. They do a good job. Bread pudding was fantastic. Oh, the chocolate fried pie. I've not had the bread pudding, but the chocolate fried pie is even better. I'm, mm. I'm just gonna go out on a limb. It it was good. It was yeah. good. Go there if you're so headed to Linda. Gonna have to come up with an excuse to go south. Yeah. I, I just, <laughs> it's enough of an excuse in and of itself. itself. It's a pretty good one. Yeah. Uh they think they do live music. On Saturdays. On Saturdays. Yeah. And they're open till nine, so it's probably a six to nine show, which is mm-hmm. perfect for me. Word. <laughs> Get home by ten, I'm good shape. And yeah. um he's getting ready to open a pizza place out back there. They poured the concrete slab and he's I can't remember the guy's name. I've got his card somewhere. But um, and we definitely they definitely need a pizza place down there, for sure. Every place needs a pizza place, right? Yeah, especially not, if it's, not the pizza place. Oh, that's in Mount Pleasant. But well, yeah. I mean, if yeah. they, if they weren't the franchise, I wouldn't be mad at. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, Chad Hall, good company did make it a better night last night. I, Chad, <laughs> Chad, te- I, I texted Chad and I said, "Hey, man, what's the baseball score?" Because I saw him over there, hmm? and he said, "You know, seven to one or something." In the fifth, he goes, "Softball zero to zero in the bottom of the sixth. I said, "I'm at softball." He goes, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> I was on the Houston County. I was on the Houston County dugout side because they have a hill that is right behind that dugout, and mm-hmm. it's just enough that I can stand and see over the six foot fence and take pictures. Mm-hmm. So that made and that's why nobody could see me because I was a little hidden. Plus, I had to sit on their side. If I, when I was sitting, I was sitting on their side because the Richland side was packed. full. Yeah, and they only have three three high bleachers, so. Yeah, I sat on the Huntington side yesterday down in Summertown because the Summertown stands were full. His name at 31 South is Jerry. Jerry. Good dude. Makes good brisket. Hopefully he makes good pizza. Oh, I'm sure he will. (laughs) All right. We are getting ready to get into this show. Uh, We'll get started here in just a minute. (laughs) Is somebody wanting to know when... Uh, when I went, no, we have to do our food reviews. No, when, when I go, I, I saw killer, Bre- killer bees, uh, a little while back, I guess it was before COVID. Um, or whenever I texted you that picture of me and hanging with Mr. Cooper. Um, and about, I don't know, 30 minutes into the show, he goes, we'll get started with the show here in just a minute. 
and he just kept going. You know, forty five minutes in. I'm sorry. I swear I'm gonna start this show here in a minute. <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, we're, we need to get we need to get into it. We got a lot to talk about. We've got Joe Williams of the Williams and Herald coming up in the third segment today, which is a little unusual, but there's a good reason. There is. Uh, we're going to talk Wilco Sports in the third segment of this hour. The fourth segment, or the first segment of the second hour, we're going to talk with Joe Williams about the Nashville Fairgrounds and a lot of stuff happening over at the fairgrounds And as they had a recent meeting of the board, the fair board in Nashville, and it appears that Nashville Mayor John Cooper is on the side of the fairgrounds racetrack. So... This seems to be a good thing for the fairgrounds. We'll talk to Joe Williams, get a little more information about that, uh, when racing will return, and how much racing there will be if, in fact, this contract goes through. So, all of that, Braves, Preds, Nashville Sounds, of course, in the second hour. Of course, it's Top 5 Tuesday, and we will talk about the Top 5, our Top 5, college football rivalries that are not currently no active. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, before we get to all of that though, we've got to get you today's rundown. This is the rundown. This is your Tuesday rundown brought to you by Jim Davis at Grow Live Give. Visit them at growlivegive.com or give them a call at 615-682-0022. Securities offered through IP Securities, LLC, DBA, Independent Financial Partners, IP Member, FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through IP Advisors, LLC, DBA, Independent Financial Partners, Registered Investment Advisor, IP and Grow Live Give are not affiliated. In region semifinal baseball action on Monday, region 4 AAA was a sweep by District Seven AAA as Stewart's Creek went to Lincoln County, picked up a 5-1 victory, and Siegel at home defeated Lawrence County 2-0. In Region 6 AAA, 11 AAA swept as well. Independence winning 6-1 over visiting McGavock and Ravenwood with a 2-0 win at Overton. In Region 6 AA, it was Giles County 6, Lewis, I'm sorry, Giles County 8, Lewis County 6, and Nolansville 13, Stewart County 3. In Region 5A, East Robertson blanked Santa Fe 10-0, while Richland was a 10-1 winner over Joe Burns. And in Region 6A, talk about this one a little bit later, Summertown 11, Huntington 3, and Loretto 1, McKenzie 0. In softball on Monday, the Region 4 AAA uh, semifinals, Coffee County 11, Smyrna 1, Siegel 10, Lincoln County nothing. In Region 6 AAA, it was Dixon County 12, Host McGavick won and Summit with a 16-0 victory over Hillsborough. In Region 6 AA, it was Forrest and Nolansville both winning by 10-0 scores. Forrest 10, Camden nothing, Nolansville 10, Waverly nothing. And in 6A, it was Loretto 8, McKenzie 1, Summertown 9, Huntington 0, a game that we will talk more about with Mo. In Region 5A, it was Joe Burns 8, Mount Pleasant 3, Houston County, a 1-0 winner in 10 innings at Richland. In boys soccer action in Region 6 AA semifinal, it was Murfreesboro Central 4, Fairview 0, and in 6A semifinal, Madison Academic 4, Loretto 1. In today's softball action, (laughs) Eagleville will travel to Huntland in the Region 
4A finals. And I, I if really that sounds feel- odd, it's because it is. Um, Eagleville and Huntland just played in the District 8A finals last week. District 7A three does, times. Yeah. District 7A does not have any softball teams. They don't have any baseball teams either, so we'll run into this tomorrow as well. <laughs> but um, So Eagleville and Huntland automatically advanced to the region finals and to Friday's sectionals. In boys soccer tonight, Richland travels to Valor Collegiate in a region semifinal game. I'm not sure of a time on that. And Stewart's Creek comes to Columbia Central for a 7 p.m. first touch in the Region 4 AAA semifinals. And that is the Tuesday Rundown brought to you by Jim Davis and Grow, Live, Give. All right, when we return, we will talk about those games from last night. Plenty to talk about, so stick around on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. From the Lee Company Studio, we'll be right back. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. sports and beyond it's on southern middle tennessee sports today welcome back in to southern middle tennessee sports today presented by mid-tennessee bone and joint chris yow mo Patton, coach mike here with you plenty of high school sports to talk about so let's get into it what do you say Let's do that. Let's do it. Right. Let's do that high school. Hey, um, real quick, want to mention a um, couple of Summertown Lady Eagles and Eagles doubles tennis teams are headed to the state tournament. That's probably a good thing to mention because I also need to mention a tennis thing as well. So <laughs> it appears that uh, Gracie Kelly and Ella Koenig – Defeated Fairview 6061. So, and Lady Eagles Hope Jones and Sassy Dotson defeated Hickman County 644675. Sassy? Sassy Dotson. That is the most southern name I've ever said on these airwaves, and I love it. I am so here for Sassy Dotson, by the way. That is incredible. And Hope Jones. Yes. Uh, the Lady Eagles advanced to the finals. They play. Uh, they actually play each other. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Yeah. That, that should be fun. Um, with a chance to go to the state tournament. Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, and only one advances? Mm-hmm. Yikes. Uh, how about this? I'm about, to, I'm about to blow your mind. No. 
Turner Perry and Anakin Johnson defeated Hickman County 6364 in the semifinals. Nice. You know, we like our multi-sport athletes. Heck yeah, especially football and tennis. Or yeah. That is fun. I don't care who you are. So who does Anakin and Turner who do Anakin and Turner play today? Are they in? uh they actually will advance to the state tournament. They defeated Moore County four six six two seven six to advance. Awesome. If somebody's got pictures of Anakin Johnson playing <laughs> tennis, send them to I'm us. I'm here for that. Seriously. Sports at SM TN Sports dot com. And if you don't have them, we'll have them next next week because I'm going to see Anakin Johnson we're, play tennis. We're going to get them before and we're going to do something on this. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. That is awesome. I wondered. So did he have to miss spring football to play tennis? I don't know. You can call it the I have questions. Uh, in boys' single action, Blake Gilliam finished third. Uh, and in semifinal girls' singles action, eighth grader Emma Perry was defeated in a close match by a Hickman County senior, 5-7, to 7-5, seven, seven, and 4-6. She finished third. Libby Koenig defeated Hickman County senior, 6-3-6-0. So she advanced to the region of finals, but she fell to Hickman County. Uh, Libby was awarded the girls' singles region runner-up for that. So a uh, couple of – I got a boys' doubles and a girls' doubles – Going to state. Right. We just don't know which of the girls' doubles are going. And meanwhile, um, Columbia Academy Tennis plays at Knoxville Webb today on the road to the state tournament. Again, it's Division Two. I got no clue. I just know they're playing today. <laughs> this, is the, this is the issue with last year. Not having last year to get situated. So I, I'm, we, we're, I'm we're learning as we're learning as you are. Uh, yeah. All right. So, softball action, plenty of it last night. Yeah. Let's let's talk about one nothing in ten. Man, let me tell you, this was a lot of fun. When you are talking about watching two pitchers, two different styles of pitchers, go at it for ten innings. I mean, I've I've seen Cat Carter strike out twenty two in nine and two thirds last week. Um. Haley Brooks last night for Houston County basically did the same thing, but she's a freshman. Uh, she struck out 22 and 10 uh, in a one nothing win for her Lady Irish, which, by the way, the strike zone last night was, Uh-oh. let's say, erratic um, at times. <laughs> but Erratic. But you know how they say, like, it's the bottom of the letterings, right? Like, bottom of the letters to the knees. That's supposed to be the, the high point of the strike zone and the low point. Theoretically. Well, say, Houston County the book, has... it's armpits to knees, but, you know. Houston County has Houston <laughs> on their chest, county on their belly, and then Lady Irish above county. They had, like, 27 words on their shirts. So, which, so which, <laughs> which, letter, line, which letters are we dealing with say, Which here, line huh? do we use? That's a great question. I don't know. Uh, it was and, a bunch. <laughs> Pick one. He used them all. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Wow. Chose his line by the inning. Uh, yeah. Yes, it, it, it was a different line <laughs> by, by the batter <laughs> per inning. So, yeah, it, it was a tough loss for Richland. I mean, it, uh, this, I believe Houston County probably will uh, advance to the, at least the state tournament. I, I have a feeling this, this girl was throwing 63 ish. I mean, she was humming it. And when you come from, and I'm not, I don't, 
I'm not speaking ill of anyone. Please don't take that wrong. But the district that Richland plays in, they're they're not seeing sixty. They're seeing forty five fifty. The only time Richland might see sixty is in practice. Well, and probably not even there. No, I see, mean, and that's the thing about about Brooklyn Reed is that she doesn't really throw hard. She just moves it around. Talk about movement. The girl has a screwball that not only works into right-handers, but it works up. She had, I think I wrote 17 pop-ups. 14. 14 pop-ups in the game, and three of them were to the catcher. So that just goes. So they're getting under it and spinning it back. Everything was was moving up, and they could not hit the top of the ball. I'm going to tell you what, man. Having not played fast-pitch softball, I think – a lot of people that don't realize how hard this is really don't grasp that concept of the pitch coming in and rising on you. I mean, rise ball. Um, it's a different. It's a completely different yeah. look, especially than, it can't than be baseball. Done in baseball. I did. Yeah. Uh, I played one year of fast pitch, and then I umpired another year of fast pitch, and the ball just comes from a <laughs> completely different location yeah. and angle and it's uh and what in the stuff since that ball's got a bigger surface the stuff they can do with that ball is incredible in, in that short a distance yeah so anyway 10 innings last night um richland falls to houston county uh i think they had three hits it just adjustment adjusting there were times where i mean richland kids were swinging and the ball was already in the mitt I mean, that's how hard she was throwing. So Tough day at the office. Yeah. And that's not the draw that you expect as the district, district champ. tournament champ. Yeah. No, not at all. So. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Summertown with four runs in the first, and Claire Woods hardly needs four runs for the game, but she wound up with nine, struck out 17. The only issue at some point was whether or not she was going to get a perfect game. She walked a runner in the fifth. Whether or not she was going to get a no-hitter, she gave one up with two outs in the seventh. <clears throat> so, yeah. 17 strikeout, one hitter for the MTSU signee as the Lady Eagles won 9 nothing, setting up yet another game against Loretto. Um, Loretto went out to McKenzie and won 8-1. So, those two will play for the fifth time tomorrow. At Loretta, uh, at Summertown at six. Interesting because Summertown's won all four of the previous matchups and the fifth time that they will play. Huh. Has that happened this year already once, maybe? I think it was the fourth time that other time. Okay. Was it? Maybe. I don't even know. I, I don't remember. That's been two all, months ago. All I know is yeah. you better come with your A game. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, and here's the deal. There are a lot of young ladies that were involved in that in for both other teams. situation that you're referring to. So, uh, yeah, and the good thing is, loser doesn't leave town. No, no, they well, loser does leave town, but yeah, the, the loser will leave town <laughs> because the they will road. have to go on the road for Friday sectionals. But <laughs> you know, two things I was thinking about as I was sitting there watching that Summertown game yesterday of. Um, Against Huntington. One, shout out to the DJ. Oh, gosh. Went to a softball game and a club broke out. Hey. Let's and, go. And two. If you wanted. You can. <laughs> and two, 
would really like to have seen Summertown and Columbia Academy this year. Yeah, that's unfortunate. That would have been a because the last the last time those two played was literally for a four state championship. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I just think they are the two best softball teams I've seen this year in any classification. And you know, you get Claire Woods, and then you get either Journey Mitchell or Avery Slaughter in the circle, and those two lineups. It'd be fun to watch. Michael Long said, "Hush, <laughs> don't don't put that juju on their softball team." <laughs> oh, hey, <laughs> you're the one that said it. <laughs> I know it. I know it. Oh man, it's, uh, the Summertown is is on track to get back to where oh. they last were in oh, the postseason, without so. question. Uh, you know, talking to Greg Burleson for a little bit yesterday. Pitching is so paramount in this game, and at the Class A level, rarely do you have that 1 and 1A situation like they have with Claire Woods and Kayla Campbell. And, um, you know, he really likes Kaylee at shortstop, which puts Claire in the circle. But, you know, there's not a drop-off when Kaylee's in the circle either, and you know, having those two arms to go to at, at any point really kind of puts them ahead of the game a little bit. So, Yeah. Um, that's the thing about Summertown softball is they, they know what they're doing. And it's, it's, Man, not just, it's not just having great players because they do, but they are well prepared. Oh, <laughs> it, you know, I was talking to Greg yesterday and I just said I, I, I really like watching them play because they can, they can, everybody can hit it in the gap, everybody can bang it off the wall, but they can all drop a bunt and play small ball and steal bases as well, which really puts a lot of pressure on the defense. And they, um, they dropped a couple of bunts and, and wound up getting throwing errors on them and they squeezed a couple of times for runs and then they, doubled in runs as well so i think eight of their nine starters had at least one hit and some of those were on bunt base hits so they can they can beat you in a lot of ways so summertown loretto baseball will also play and that'll be at loretto that will be at loretto loretto a one nothing winner over mckenzie on a bottom of the first inning caden porter Solo Jack. Boom. That's it. The only run of the game. Of the game. <laughs> Who bottom knew? first. <laughs> yeah. And went uh and then Clint Seymour went the distance through ninety pitches in seven innings, which is That's pretty efficient. That's efficient and effective. Five strikeouts gave up just four hits. So that uh that sets up another Loretto Summertown matchup, which should be fun as always. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I don't have any information on Summertown baseball. Um, Summertown baseball with an 11-3 win at Huntingdon. Um, Drake Blackwood with a pair of home runs. Grant Burleson through six innings. Gavin through the seventh. Um, apparently, Huntington scored on an inside-the-park home run in the opening inning, and that was it. So... An inside the park home run. No throwing errors, really. Mm. Stranger things have happened. I guess. Uh, 
you, there's that. Uh, and in Class A, continuing, Richland with a win over Joe Burns. They advance, and they threw Sam Edwards last night, which is – he's their ace. Um, Troy Hughes said, look, I had to win. You know, you, you can't – Last game of the year, can't hold anything That's exactly now. what I told him. <laughs> he was like, he was like, look, you got to win. You can't, you can't hold your pitching for tomorrow if you don't win today. So – and I get and, that. And the thing is – that sets him up to probably throw in Friday sectional, which is another he, must win. He only threw 90 pitches. So, yes, he would be el- eligible, right? 75 to 90 is three days. Yeah. So, they, he would be able to pitch again on Friday if necessary. All right. Um, I, don't, I say if necessary. He's going to – they're going to play. He will probably pitch at some point during that game. Now – East Robertson defeated Santa Fe ten nothing. So you've got the two district champions playing each other. Where is that game? Okay, that's a great question, and I'm pretty sure it's at East Robertson, according to TWSWSports dot com. But uh, Chad Chad Hall and I were talking about softball last night, and I don't know if it's different. It's from opposite. Me. Okay, so that would let me just go look. Um, but that'll be Joe Burns in Houston County. So East Robertson at well, we were talking about because the region, the region plaques were sent to Mount Pleasant. Region plaques were sent to Mount Pleasant because they're the district, whatever they're the the district commissioner or whatever. Hmm. So anyway, it's a whole thing. It is. <laughs> but yes, Richland will travel to East Robertson. Uh, he, Coach Hughes said, "Look." We went up there a couple years ago. We know what they're about. We're going to go up there. We're going to play our best ball and try to get a win. And the winner will will take on the loser of Summertown Loretto. And, the, and vice versa. Vice versa. So we're going to get Richland and somebody that we cover on All Friday. Right. <laughs> so there, there you go. go. All right. We need, need to take a break because we need to get to Joe Williams. Um, so – Let's take a quick break. We'll talk about Independence Baseball and some other Summit Softball, all of that, Williamson County Sports on the other side of the break. So stick around on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We'll be right back from the Lee Company Studio. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. Sports and beyond. It's on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. We are coming to you live from the Lee Company Studio here on West Seventh in Columbia, Tennessee. As you can 
Check out the West 7th Cam on Facebook now. It's thing of beauty. Look at all that traffic. <laughs> no backhoes, though. Traffic, traffic. Looking for my chapstick. Feeling kind of car sick. There's a Ford Maverick. No. <laughs> he just goes off on tangents like this from time to time, not just on the air. Do y'all, do y'all not? It's from what's the uh, the movie where the, the the white kid's a rapper from Beverly Hills? That's he's I like what, I can rap about anything. I know what you're talking about. I don't remember the name of it, but yeah, uh, Malibu's most wanted. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's what he was like. I can rap about anything. I can, and then he goes into traffic, traffic, looking for my chapstick, feeling kind of car sick. There's a Ford Maverick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, this would be a good time to welcome in uh, on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline uh, veteran Williamson Herald writer Joe Williams, who is presented by the Williams. <laughs> Mr. Williams, good morning. How the heck am I supposed to follow that? Man, I, I, I really I don't, don't know. know. I, I really don't know. Um, Can we just reschedule this for another month? Or no, we're, we're, we're just going to pretend that there wasn't a Malibu's Most Wanted reference on our show and, and, and just try to get past that as best we can. But um, Joe, it's been a while, man. How are you doing? Not bad, not bad. Things are good. Um, been listening to you guys. Sounds like a lot of good softballs being played. I did one, one piece of research I did for you, though. All right. You talk about the Summertown Loretto matchup. Summertown has won four times, if my research is right, by a combined 39 to 1. The folks in Summertown don't want to hear that. I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I understand. I understand what you're saying, but they don't want to hear that because. They're they're still thinking back to March. Hey, Mo, um, hmm? I hate to break up because I, I we need we got some breaking news here. Mount Pleasant has hired a boys basketball coach. Lee Williams moves from interim coach to official head coach. That's middle school. Uh, gotcha. Okay, that makes a little more sense. I was like, how did we miss this? Um, yeah. Okay. Stand down. They have hired a boys basketball coach well, what's for middle school. Now, now, what's interesting about that, and this involves Joe, is so they have hired a middle school boys basketball coach without a middle school principal because Tim Drinkwine is heading to Grassland Middle where he will replace Kevin Dyson. Huh. Well, there you go. Sounds like a sounds, sounds like a, a high school Vanderbilt. I'm just. <laughs> anyway, so Joe, um, did you um, <laughs> where did you go yesterday? Actually, I didn't go anywhere. What? Yeah, I know it's amazing, isn't it? I didn't, I, I didn't get a call, so okay. I, uh, I I I spent most of last week at Centennial with with the district tournament. Were you recovering from your umpiring duties from? <laughs> over the weekend actually that picture is about 11 years old Oh, okay <laughs> just messing yeah, with thought, you. thought maybe you had gotten the gear back out we didn't know <laughs> well i know that there's they're they're begging for umpires because i get an email once every two weeks hey we know that you've umpired in the past will you please help us and i'm like i can't i wish i could so i thought you might have been out there 
No, I've, I've thought about it, but uh, my, my last uh, my last experience was a co-ed church league. And, yeah, I, <laughs> no, 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 yeah. We, we were just having that discussion here in the in the Lee Company studio about a week or so ago that um, that's that can be pretty volatile. Church League softball fistfights, buddy. Yeah, Joe, I, well, I, 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 I kind of join you with that. This is Coach Mike. I, I kind of join you with that. I, I umpired a church league one year, and it was the longest. One year. <laughs> it's longest, it longest year. I, I'd rather go do industrial league any day. <laughs> well, let me put it this way. I grew up in East Nashville, and my brother-in-law was in the Navy, and I still learn new words. <laughs> so... We're, we're, we're going to bring this back some kind of way. Um, reel it in, reel it in. Summit Dixon County in the region six AAA softball finals tomorrow. Um, Summit sixteen nothing over Hillsborough yesterday. Dixon County twelve one over McGavick at McGavick yesterday. Any surprises there, Joe? No, none, none whatsoever. Um, Spring girls sports in Metro is tough, um, and they, you know, they they kind of, I think they kind of realize that once they get out to the counties, uh, that it's going to be a struggle. Um, both of those teams, absolutely, the two best teams uh, in, in District Eleven. I think it just depends on which day, which one is better. Um, Quite honestly, I think most days, and I don't mean to upset the folks in Dixon County, but I think most days Summit is a better team. Uh, but I also believe that there are days when they're not. So it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Um, you know, Summit came out as the district tournament winner after going in as the number two seed. Is that right? Yeah. They, they were, Dixon County won the regular season. Um, but I tell you what, um, Summit just looked strong in that in that tournament. They they just kind of rolled through everybody. And as we've talked about one two punches in the circle, Summit with Elena Escobar and Lily Kate Richards, um, obviously pretty tough to beat during the tournament. And now that they can space those guys, those young ladies, excuse me, out and go every other day with them, that's really going to make them pretty formidable. I would think. Yeah, and the scary part about that is you, you get somebody like like Escobar, and you know the beautiful part about softball is a softball pitcher can throw two three games a day mm-hmm. if they get a day's rest. Um, you know, if if you're in a situation where you're going to play four straight days, it's nice to have somebody else to put in there. But if need be, yeah, one pitcher could do three four days in a row. Um, but softball is such it is so pitching centric mm-hmm. that you know when you've got two you you know I heard you talking about one and one a yeah when when you've got even an a and a b you're in pretty good shape mm-hmm. yeah um, speaking of pitching centric not quite to the same degree but independence got. Some pretty solid performances on the mound in their 6-1 win over McGavick yesterday in the Region 6 AAA baseball semifinals. Um, Will Tobin coming out of the pen. That's not a bad option. 
No. And you know, here's the thing. In baseball, it's so much different. You better have an A, B, C, and D option. Um, you better have somebody that you can pull in, you know, from the infield or the outfield. Uh, they can go to the mound and just, just throw strikes. Don't have to throw them hard. Just throw strikes and let the defense do their job. And, and baseball's so different because you know, you've, you've got pitch counts in baseball that you can't go over and you got time that they have to rest. And, and it's just a difference in the mechanics uh, on the human body. Um, yeah, it's nice to have options. It is nice to have options. Absolutely. Especially um, when Will Tobin's one of them. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Everybody's got options. They're not all Will Tobin. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ravenwood coming off of um, that week's layoff goes to Overton, picks up a 2 nothing win, and so it sets up another all-District 11 AAA um, region finals there. So Yeah. And baseball is a little bit different. Metro still has some pretty uh, some pretty good baseball programs, and and McGavick and Overton being two of the tops. Um, yeah, it it would not have surprised me if there had been an upset somewhere. But uh, fortunately for those of us in Williamson County, that didn't happen. Yeah, and you know, again. We talked in softball about Dixon County being the number one seed going into the tournament. Ravenwood was the number one seed going into the baseball tournament. Went two and out, so they will play that game tomorrow at Independence, as Independence is the reigning District 11 AAA tournament champion. So that should be an interesting competition there. Well, you know, the thing about it is the rivalry there is already pretty strong. Um it's going to be tough, no matter who, uh, who 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 winds up coming out of there. The beautiful part is this is still the the last time you can lose. Yep, hmm. this is it. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Um, speaking on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Joe Williams of the Williamson Herald, and are we? Where are we? Got about a minute and 15 seconds to the break. Joe, can you fill a minute and 15 seconds on high school stuff? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, we've talked about softball. We've talked about baseball. There's there's some things to be said for uh, the soccer tournaments that are still going on. You know, I saw uh, Coach Moore's comment that maybe we should start the baseball season a little bit later. But then you get into this crazy situation where – He's talking about starting getting out of February, going to the later start the season, ending later on in May. But guys, we got spring fling coming up in two weeks, and some of these kids will have already been graduated for a week and a half. Isn't that something? And yeah, I don't, I don't know if you want to get into trying to play sports once school is out, or for that longer period with school out. But it's, it's an interesting thought process it it is an interesting concept all the way around yeah so no thank you i I don't think it's going to go anywhere but it's it's something to think about joe williams of the williamson herald joining us here on the parks motor sales hotline brought to you by the williamson herald he and charles pulliam covering williamson sports like the dew we're going to come back with him in the top of the second hour stay with us here on southern middle tennessee sports today presented by mid-tennessee bone and joint 